Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to Failing Forward. I am here with my incredible guest, Mr. Dr. Phil Carson. Good morning, Dr. Phil. Good morning, Naku. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be uh, on the podcast with you today. Thank you, sir. So excited and so blessed to have you here with us for joining the Failing Forward community, where we talk about all the stories, inspiration, motivation, empowerment for us to fail forward in our lives. And that failing forward can look like something in our relationships. It can look like business ventures, but you and I, it's been all about our health, failing forward in health and learning how to live our most holistically whole and balanced lives mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So I'm so excited to get right into this episode today to introduce the audience to you and your wonder and to just give them a ton of value. Like all the things that we've talked about, you've become my doctor in the last couple of months. You've helped me with supplementation to naturally heal some of my hormonal imbalances to help me with some of my postpartum to help me with some of my gut microbiome issues. And I just really want to get that information out to the world and our listeners. So to introduce you all to my fantastic guest today, Phil Carson is a registered pharmacist, a doctor of pharmacy with a license in Mississippi and Tennessee, Um, He graduated in 1985 from the University of Mississippi in the School of Pharmacy. He started off in traditional medicine as a pharmacist. As a holistic wellness coach now, he is a wellness consultant at the Brain Recovery Institute. He is the co-founder of the Life Transformation Medical Center and the president of Carson Natural Health, LLC. He's often referred to by his clients as a pharmacist who thinks outside the box of traditional medicine. Phil Carson believes in helping people find natural alternatives and integrative medicine solutions to their health problems. He's committed to leading people to finding the root cause of their health issues and not just treating the symptoms. We're not about band-aids here. We're about where's this problem coming from? How can we heal it? And then how can we move forward living our happiest, healthiest, most whole lives? Phil is passionate about encouraging and teaching people how to live healthier, more energetic, more resilient lives while equipping them with the knowledge to make the right choices for their optimal health. He's also the author of a fantastic book, How to Live Until You Die, which I've been reading and it's incredible. And he believes in promoting healthy marriages and families as he's been married to his beautiful bride, Kim, for over 37 years. And they have five happy and healthy children with three grandchildren as of late. Dr. Phil, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. So let's get right into it. How did you start this journey? I mean, you went to school for pharmacy. You were a pharmacist. You were doing incredibly well. Like business was good. Career was good. And then you made a shift and you went from pharmacy to holistic health. What happened? How did it happen? Tell us more. All right. Thanks, Naku. Uh, Thanks for that great introduction. Uh, Yes, uh, I uh, started on my journey toward natural health out of a desire to find answers from my own health problems. Uh, I was uh, struggling. Um, with major digestive issues. I was on several medications trying to find some relief uh, for that. Um, And I was not getting the relief I was looking for. Um, The stress of the work, uh, the stress of uh, going through pharmacy school, some family stresses. uh, I was getting hit from all directions with uh, with some major stress issues uh, and eating very poorly eating on the run all the time. I was in a high pressure uh, pharmacy operation where, um, you know, back in the, that day, we didn't get breaks. Uh, you were not uh, afforded the opportunity to take a lunch break, uh, to get bathroom breaks. You just had to uh, 
try to grab something when you could. Uh, and so I ate standing up most of the time, uh, still eat standing up sometimes because I did it for so many years. Uh, but, um, uh, and I, I learned to eat as fast as I could, which is not good. Um, and that's something that um, I still struggle with to this day is slowing down when I eat. But um, stress, very poor diet, uh, uh, you know, caused me to have some major, major digestive issues. And the handful of medications I was taking, the uh, two bottles of antacid I was drinking every day um, was only giving me some temporary relief. Um, so uh, one day I walked in a bookstore uh, and there was a brand new display of books uh, sitting uh, on the floor. And I, I uh, caught my eye, stopped, started thumbing through uh, this book called The Prescription for Natural Healing or for nutritional healing, rather, prescription for nutritional healing, written by Dr. James Balch and his wife, who was a, a clinical nutritionist. Uh, Dr. Balch is actually a, a urologist. But uh, thankfully, they collaborated and wrote this amazing book that literally changed my life and uh, saved my life. Because the things I learned in that book that I could do for my digestive issues naturally holistically did change my life and set me on a whole new course um, of uh, ideas about holistic medicine about natural things natural therapies about supplements because in pharmacy school uh, i was taught the history of natural medicine uh, i was taught that uh, and and these are the Exact words, and I'll never forget them because I've repeated this many times to people over the years. One of my professors made the comment in our probably one hour lecture on nutrition one day that we had through the whole uh, five, six years of pharmacy school. One hour of nutrition yeah. and six yeah. years of school. That is incredibly wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we had, I, I remember this one lecture and I remember exactly the words he said. He said, a vitamin is a vitamin is a vitamin. We don't need them. And um, so uh, I found that to be um, very false, untrue uh, years later uh, when I was um, uh, beginning to uh, take courses in, in natural therapies and natural medicine, uh, holistic uh, therapies and all kinds of supplements. So um Anyway, that, that's what can I ask you a question headed me in that direction? Yes. He said a vitamin is a vitamin is a vitamin. We don't need them. So he's saying we don't need vitamin C for our immune system. He's saying we don't need vitamin A and D for our mood. Is that what he was saying? Am I getting that right? Yeah. Magnesium and all these things. We don't need those things. That's what they're telling you in school. Yes. Wow. I'm floored. That isn't like you look at life now and it's like, all right, you're sick, get vitamin C, get zinc, get elderberry, build up your immune system. Okay. You're having yeah. some brain fog, get some omega threes into your system, get these vitamins into your system. They'll help supplement you. But back then what you went to school for, and correct me if I'm wrong, once you become a doctor of pharmacy, you're a doctor of pharmacy and you're practicing under that for the rest of your career, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, correct? Yeah. So people are going to school being given the information that a vitamin is a vitamin is a vitamin. You don't need them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're good. not important. <laughs> I just want to make sure the audience heard that 
Because when you go to yeah. doctors, and I, and I love doctors, I'm not bashing on doctors. I think doctors are great. There's a lot of doctors out there that are doing continuous education, getting recertified, relicensed, learning the new ways. But there's a lot of us, unfortunately, that we got educated back in the day when they told us a vitamin is a vitamin is a vitamin, you don't need them. And they are practicing under that notion that that is their belief yeah. system because they didn't read other books. They didn't seek other solutions. They're like, well, this is what I learned in school. That's fact. And that's how I'm going to operate. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that, that, that was my experience, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. And I talked with so many practitioners or so many patients that have been given guidance, been giving uh, information, uh, been given uh, protocols to follow by practitioners in all areas of healthcare, you know, as far as nutritionists, dietitians, doctors, that um, the information they've gotten is antiquated. It was what they learned when they went through school, just like what you're talking about, that they were sharing with their patients um, and they were not staying up to date on the latest things on what uh, the new developments, the new studies out there uh, that uh, are you know proving what they were teaching to be totally wrong. And so unfortunate that's still happening uh, today. Uh, but uh, I think the philosophy of this professor was, and this is the philosophy of so many people I've talked to over the years, is that we should be able to get all the nutrients we need in the food that we eat. I wish that was true, but it's not. Uh, because the foods that, unless, um, here, I, I would say this, you probably could get all the nutrients in the food that you eat if you grew your own food organically on your own farm in your own uh, mineral-rich soil. And so, unfortunately, our foods that we eat, uh, we buy in the grocery store, we buy at a farmer's market or wherever, uh, they're foods that have been grown on these massive farming operations where the soils are depleted, the nutrients are basically void of, I mean, the foods are basically void of nutrients a lot of times. Uh, even uh, Tufts University, the famous uh, nutrition university in Boston, um, did a study years ago uh, testing several different types of fruits and vegetables and found them to be, like I just said, almost void of nutrients. Um, and these were, you know, things that were so that are being sold in grocery stores every day. And uh, I know some of the fruit that I pick up in a grocery store sometimes, it has no taste. I just, I have to throw it away. I can't eat it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's, that's, un that's unfortunate, but that's what's happening. So yes, we, it, you know, that information that a vitamin and vitamin is definitely not true at all. It may have been a hundred years ago uh, when people were growing their own food and eating their own foods, um, or, uh, organic uh, grown foods, uh, but from good not soil. true today. Yes, from good from soil. Good soil because we're all going out there to Whole Foods in these places and buying organic food. But what you don't realize is where they're farming that food from, the soil that they're growing it from, even though it's grown organically, if that soil is depleted, then your food's going to be depleted of the nutrition and the vitamins. And I think you were with us on Saturday, Dr. Phil in breakfast with champions when I was interviewing my good friend, Mark, but he was saying yeah. as someone, you know, in nutrition and the, the health and wellness field as well, that a cup of spinach today is not the same as a cup of spinach before 1960 like the, the nutrition density and the amount of minerals, healthy minerals that we're getting from it. I mean, you can't compare. It would take you eating seven apples today to get the same nutrition content that you got from 
one apple prior to 1960s. And they're both organic. So four organic apples today compared to one organic apple back then, it's because the soil, the soil has been depleted of the nutrition. Yeah, exactly. You're exactly right. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that, 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 that's a sad fact. Um, and, you know, the, the nutrients that we should be getting uh, from the foods that we eat are designed to, to keep our bodies healthy, to keep everything functioning like it's supposed to. So, yeah, I believe that uh, uh, the majority of people that are walking around today that are suffering from these chronic diseases, they have nutritional deficiencies. They're being medicated for the symptoms, but nobody's addressing the underlying cause of those symptoms. And uh, that's something that uh, is what I do today. I help people, you know, get to the root cause of the problem. And that's what I did for myself. I got to the root cause of the problem. And that's what I learned in that book that I was just talking about the uh, prescription for nutritional healing was that root cause of my digestive issues. And when I learned that, I started putting into practice what I learned in that book. Um, I tested, I did a basic home test to determine if I had low stomach acid or not, because that's what Dr. Baltz said, if you're suffering from all these digestive problems, you may have low stomach acid. So I did a simple home test that he suggested in the book. And um, I discovered that that's what I was suffering from. I didn't, I had uh, a condition, it's a, there's a medical term for it, it's called hypochlorhydria, which is a medical term for low stomach acid. Uh, so when I started supplementing with uh, hydrochloric acid, I first did apple cider vinegar. I used apple cider and I still use apple cider vinegar today. Um, and so when I did that, my symptoms subsided. Um, and then uh, he talked about digestive enzymes in this book. So I started taking digestive enzymes as well. Uh, and then probiotics, I added that. One. So those three supplements uh, changed my life and, um, and set, uh, set me on a whole new course uh, with my health and with my desire uh, to uh, change the way I practice pharmacy and, uh, and change the way I thought and what I could do to help my patients. Uh, because, uh, you know, one of the major or one of the top prescribed drugs uh, in the world uh, today is these acid blockers. And there are so many people that are taking uh, these prescription acid blockers and over-the-counter acid blockers because many of the ones that came out years ago when uh, not long after I got out of pharmacy school are over-the-counter now. And um, so uh, a lot of these drugs have been uh, brought over-the-counter. But here's a sad fact, Niku. When those drugs first came out on the market, in the product labeling, the manufacturer's product labeling, it told in there and big box warnings these are designed for temporary use it should only be used for a wow. short period of time you that you no more than 30 days is what most of them said people are taking these medications now every single day year upon year upon year and they're destroying the acid producing cells in their um, in their stomach and most likely what they need is more acid not less uh, in, in my case. And uh, one of the doctors that, um, that taught one of the courses um, that I took uh, in natural therapies uh, years ago, 
um, he wrote a book, Why Stomach Acid is Good for You. And uh, so uh, there's been a lot more, you know, uh, awareness brought uh, uh, to the world and to people that um, these medications that block your acid are not the answer. And uh, so many people are are dealing with these issues like I was. Uh, and that's something I was uh, able to do through my pharmacy operate, uh, practice and through the stores that I was uh, uh, managing, the stores I ended up owning uh, years later, share those things with people. And so uh, I started, uh, back when I learned all that, I started taking courses. I started traveling across the country, taking all the courses that I could in holistic therapies. And, and, uh, and I'll still do that today. Uh, I love learning. I'm a lifelong learner. I uh, love you know, researching. I love trying to find new things and, and new answers for people uh, that are struggling with all kinds of health issues. But uh, uh, the gut health is major with people. And so many people are struggling uh, with that. And that um, that gut brain connection uh, that we can talk about later is something that's very, very important there as well, I believe. Yeah, I definitely want to dive into that gut brain connection because people don't realize that so much of our mood disorders and our brain functionality, like having mental clarity or have experiencing brain fog, right? A lot of that's coming from our gut being taxed. So I do want to dive into that. But before we do, I was reading your book and one story that it brought me to tears. I'm not going to lie because this is my experience, but it's a story that you were telling about Jerry and this woman that came into your pharmacy and her husband, Jerry was in hospice care and he was sent home to die. They were like, okay, yeah. Jerry, Jerry's at his life's end. He was experiencing some heart disease and heart failure. And the doctors had him on all these medications. So she was coming in to fill the script, but she just wanted to make his life as comfortable as possible. And in her visiting you at that time, you were, you had just started to make that switch from traditional medicine pharmacist to exploring all this holistic stuff, to exploring yeah. supplementation, to exploring vitamins, to exploring deficiencies, right? And you had just read in a course or got a certification and you realize that there's a vitamin CoQ10 that helps with the heart. And if you could just dive into that story, that experience with Jerry, his wife, and, and what happened there and how you changed Jerry's life and you prolonged it. If you could just tell that story, I think that'd be really powerful for the audience, for those of us that are, you know, going to doctors, getting scripts, going to the pharmacy, filling our new script every single month, every 90 days and living off of medication to band-aid the symptoms that we're experiencing versus actually yeah. getting to the root cause. I think Jerry's story is really, really powerful. And I'd love for you to share it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, uh, I may get emotional telling that story because I've told it many, many times and I get emotional every single time I tell it. Because, I, I was uh, crying and my husband's like, why are you crying reading a book? I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> Dr. Phil gets it. Yeah. Well, that, that, uh, that was a divine appointment. I have no doubt about that. Um, with that encounter with, uh, uh Jerry's wife, um, that she came in the store that day because uh, that week before I had just taken a certification course um, with a cardiologist uh, from John Hopkins University um, that uh, he, he taught all about the natural things and natural therapies and things we could do for people suffering from heart disease. And um, he, he focused a lot on coenzyme Q10, which I had no idea what it was at that time. Um, but um, he said that he put all of his heart patients on coenzyme Q10. 
And CoQ10 is a vital nutrient that we have to have. It's, it's vital for every cell in our body. Uh, it's part of what's known as the Krebs cycle, uh, uh, which is a cellular energy cycle in our bodies. And CoQ10 is a vital part of that cycle. And CoQ10 helps keep the muscles in our bodies working and functioning and energized. So uh, he said, the most important muscle in your body is your heart muscle. It never stops, and of course, until you die. And so you have to uh, keep that muscle going. And he said, that's why CoQ10 works so well for people with heart issues, especially uh, heart failure. <clears throat> and um, that's what Jerry was uh, suffering from was congestive heart failure. And they uh, actually told him there was nothing else they could do for him. Um, so when I walked out to tell this lady, who happened to be a nurse as well, um, and uh, she didn't know what CoQ10 was either. Um, but anyway, I went out. I told her you know, about the side effects of the medication and those kind of things. And I said, I want to tell you about something I just learned about. So I shared uh, with her you know, the story about what I had learned with CoQ10. And she said, well, let me talk to my doctor that I uh, that I work with and uh, see what he says. And I'll get back to you. So a few days later, she came back and she said, he said. What's it going to hurt? They didn't try it. Uh, well, you got to lose. Uh, and I was happy that he said that he didn't really know what Coach Ten was, but he said, what, uh, you know, what's it going to hurt? Uh, I guess he looked it up and looked and he said, and she he even told her a dose said, tell it, put him on 300 milligrams a day and, and let's see what happens. So she bought a bottle. She took it home. And uh, a few days later, or it was probably a week or week or two later, she came back and she said, um, I need to get another bottle of CoQ10. She said, I wish I had taken pictures of Jerry so you could see what he looked like before he started on this CoQ10. She said he was had such severe edema. He was swollen almost twice his normal size. Couldn't get out of bed on his own. And she said the edema is almost gone and he's able to get up out of bed and go to the bathroom on his own. And uh, I said, wow, that is amazing. And so um, she left. Um, a few weeks later, she comes back. And uh, she says, uh, I need some more CoQ10. I said, well, great. I said, Jerry's doing good, huh? She said, oh, she said it's amazing. He is doing so well. And um, <clears throat> she said, um, I took him to uh, Walmart today. And, of course, I got him out. He got in a wheelchair, and I rolled him in. But she said, when he got inside, he wasn't staying in a wheelchair. He got out. He walked around with me uh, the whole time. And she said, I'm just amazed uh, at how well uh, he's doing. And I said, that is awesome. I love it. And so she gets another bottle. She leaves. A few weeks later, she comes back. She says, I need some more. Uh, she said, he's doing great. And I said, well, tell me what's going on with Jerry. She said, uh, she said, this is kind of funny. Um, she said, um, today he got out and mowed the backyard. And um, came back in the house and she said, asked him, said, are you not going to mow the front yard? He said, no. He said, I'm, he said, I don't want anybody seeing me mow the yard. I'm supposed to be dying. And wow. uh, so so uh, she uh, she was just, you know, excited beside herself and um, <clears throat> and uh, got some more CoQ10. And um, 
uh, you know, I, I was just, you know, elated and beside myself uh, as well because he was doing so well. And this this guy was sent home to die and he's out mowing the yard. And um, but um, uh, I didn't see her for a long time uh, after that. And I wondered, I said, well, you know, where'd she go? What happened? I, I, you know, and um, it was, I don't know, it was probably, it was several months later uh, um, that uh, she came back in and uh, she told me that um, uh, he had gone back to work driving a truck. He was wow. a truck driver. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, yeah. And I so said, someone that, that was bedridden. Amazing. Yeah. He went from bedridden on his deathbed to back to work driving a truck and um that was uh that was the last time i saw her until about uh, i don't know it's probably a couple years later um she came walking back in my store one day and um actually <clears throat> called me out front and uh she didn't have any prescriptions to fill she wasn't looking for more coq10 uh Deep breath, deep breath. I know where this is going. I read the book. I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, excuse me. I'm right there with you. Yep. Yeah. All right. She called me out front and she said, I just wanted to come by today and, um, and thank you. <coughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Because I, I understand getting, what I'm, I mean. The reason why getting, we do what we do, Dr. Phil, choked. is because we have a passion for helping and serving others and living yeah. their most optimal lives, void of having to go to the doctor every other week, void of having to get their blood work done every other week, void of having to be pricked and prodded every month void of having to fill a script every month. Like we want people to realize that there's a better alternative out there. There's natural ways to help you live a healthier, happier, more holistic life. You don't have to keep going in drinking two bottles a day of antacids to solve some of your digestive issues. You don't have to be experiencing gut-wrenching pain. You don't have to be told that your life is over. There's nothing else we can do for you. You're bedridden. Go home, be comfortable. Hospice can't help you anymore. Enjoy the last few days of your life. And then you find an angel worker like you that is going through this journey of learning about integrative medicine, learning about holistic health and find something as simple as CoQ10, a naturally reoccurring nutrient that we found a way to deliver into the system that can help repair the muscles, yeah. repair the heart, prolong someone's life, give them the ability to get rid of their edema, which is a swelling of their body, be able to get out of bed, mow their lawn, go back to work, be a truck driver again, live longer than anyone never said that they could because you did the work on yeah. getting the knowledge that there is a better way. Yeah. Yep. You're an incredible Thank human. You. So I want you to <laughs> remember you. that you gave yeah. Jerry life back. You gave yeah. his wife, her husband back, his vitality, yeah. his joy. Yeah. 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 That's right. And she, um, <clears throat> she told me, thank you so much for what you told me about CoQ10 and giving Jerry his life back. Exactly what she said. <laughs> 
And she said, uh, I just came by to tell you today that he just recently passed away. Um, <clears throat> but she said it wasn't, um, it wasn't his heart. He had a rare liver disease that they didn't know about. And he ended up dying of this liver disease, not from heart disease. And she said, um, I'm so grateful because these extra few years that he got, he got his life right with God. And today he's in heaven. So, wow. Yeah. That's so powerful. And I'm trying to keep it together because I actually did my makeup yeah. today for once. I never do my makeup. So I'm yeah. like, don't cry. But, You're wearing too much mascara. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, okay. it, it, it's so but, powerful. He was he was sent home on his deathbed because of a heart issue with a simple supplement. You got him off all the other medication that she was coming in to fill, just taking CoQ10 that prolonged his life, that healed his heart. And unfortunately, yeah. you know, something else went undiagnosed and it it does happen, but as long as we're, we're realizing, I just want the audience to realize that there are holistic ways. There are natural ways to heal yourself void of just yeah. chemicals that we're putting into our bodies that we become dependent on. And then those chemicals cause other symptoms that cause other issues. And then you need to get more chemicals put in to heal those other issues. There are holistic alternatives to help you with your heart, to help you with your sleep, to help you with your digestion, to help you with your bloating, to help you with your weight loss. Don't go and start taking Xenadrin and all this crazy stuff out there. I used to do it. I was a fitness model from 15 to 21. I had to be as thin as possible modeling and doing <clears throat> modeling and all that stuff. And I would take Xenadrin. I would starve myself. I would eat a handful of almonds for an entire week before a photo shoot, like the most unhealthy things, because I just needed to, you know, look a certain way. And what I realized is there are ways to eat where I can eat whatever I want until I am full three, four meals a day. And I actually look thinner and more lean today eating correctly because I educated myself on yeah. nutrition. I educated myself on foods that cause bloating versus foods that do not on foods that give you energy versus foods that do not. And, and that's what this episode is all about. It's about education. And if you don't have the education today, you don't have the time to get the education. Guess what? There are those of us that I'm bringing onto this podcast, like Dr. Phil that have spent their life since 1985, getting educated on these natural holistic ways of helping you live your most vital yeah. life. That's what this is all about. That's what failing yeah. forward is all about. We have gotten forward in our lives by failing at our health first and then failing forward, learning better ways to live more optimally and more healthily. You for your gut, me for my postpartum depression, me for my anxiety, me for my extreme chronic inflammation and bloating since the age of 15. I'm turning 34 next month. For almost 20 years of my life, I would eat something and it could be nothing, Dr. Phil. It could be a handful of almonds mm -hmm. and like yeah. some strawberries and I would be bloated from a handful of almonds and some strawberries. That's not even enough food to get bloated. And I would look like I was four months bloated. I'm looking in the mirror like, what is this whole eating thing about? Why do I even eat anymore? What I didn't realize until I got onto my own journey was the bloating was happening because of issues that had been stemming in my gut from decades ago from when I was in middle school and high school because of my eating habits back then. You and I had a great conversation last night, loving yeah. fried food, loving eating on the go, eating on the run. Cause we were busy, right? You were a busy pharmacist. You didn't make time for your meals. There were no breaks back then. And you said that, right? so you, you yeah. ate what you could. And it was oftentimes not the best food choices. Well, those bad food choices, guess what they're doing? They are ruining your gut. 
they are damaging your intestinal lining. There's something called intestinal permeability, which is the ability for all the nutrition to stay in your intestines and go through the system. If you damage your lining enough, you get these little holes in there where now you start to leak out gases into your gut. So every time you eat, those gases are leaking into your gut, causing inflammation, causing bloating, causing gut-wrenching pain. That's called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, leaky gut. That's what I was diagnosed with last year. And when I first got diagnosed, the doctor said, you need to take three weeks of antibiotics. And at the time I refused, I had an eight month old baby. We were going through COVID. I was breastfeeding him. I was like, if I take antibiotics today, I can't, I I can't pass that on to my child. That just doesn't sit well with me. So I found a holistic way of changing my diet to heal my gut completely through food and some meditation because I had to get my mind right. And my SIBO was negative five weeks later and I never filled the script. I never took a single antibiotic. I continued to breastfeed my baby through COVID. And now I'm on this mission to tell women specifically, because I think the majority of us, we, we really care about our bloating. Dr. Phil, I don't know if men care about bloating as much (laughs) women really care about bloating. Like we go on date night. We're like, "Mm, I can't eat that. I know that's going to make me bloated. I'm not going to look good in this dress. Right. So I'm on a mission right now to tell women you can eat what you want. You just need to get educated on what it is that you can eat and not be bloated. And if you are experiencing bloating and gut wrenching pain, guess what? I found a solution to solve it holistically through food. You don't need to take all of these crazy diets out there and do all this crazy fasting and all this complicated protocol. And no, you don't need to do all that. I've done keto. I've done paleo. I've done whole 30. I've done, I've done the gamut because I I work in nutrition. I work in fitness. So I've had to learn it all. And it wasn't until what I found last year that healed my gut, that healed my SIBO that then healed my postpartum depression. When my gut healed and my bloating went away, I started to notice I'd wake up in the morning happy. I was like, huh, I just woke up feeling energized today. I didn't wake up feeling groggy. What's going on? And then I get out of bed and be like, I'm excited to go pick up my nine month old screaming baby. What is going on? And then my husband would start telling me I need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, I am so grateful for my husband. My my mindset is changing. What is going on? And I hadn't done anything for that. All I did was change what I was eating, which healed my SIBO, healed my gut. And all of a sudden my mood got better and my, my postpartum depression started to go away. So let's dive into the gut brain connection. Cause this is something that I just learned about one year ago. And I know you've been studying it for decades. Let's get right into yes. it. Yes, absolutely. Well, I, I love this. And, you know, uh, at that story I just told, some of the courses that I took after that uh, course on heart disease were on the gut. I learned about something back then uh, that I had never heard of either. It was called dysbiosis and leaky gut syndrome. And um, <clears throat> this was things that I'd never heard, that things that weren't being talked about. <clears throat> and so I began to learn about that gut brain uh, connection 20 something years ago. And, um, and not long after I took those courses, a book came out, uh, by Dr. Michael Gershon, uh, called our second brain, uh, which he was talking about the gut being our second brain. And some people say it's our first brain, but, um, uh, but actually there is a gut brain connection. The nervous system that, that, uh, feeds the gut area of our bodies <clears throat> is called the enteric nervous system. 
and it's interconnected with our central nervous system. So if the central nervous system is disrupted, if we have a brain injury, it disrupts the enteric nervous system. If we have, uh, if our enteric nervous system is disrupted, there's all kinds of gut issues going on. It disrupts the central nervous system, the brain, uh, which is the major part of the central nervous system. And I, I, I share this with people a lot to give them an understanding of, of how this gut-brain connection works, when it, especially when it comes to medication. <clears throat> because with medications, like people are given a lot of times for um, depression, for postpartum depression, for any kind of depression, for anxiety, these are called psychotropic drugs. Um, antidepressant drugs, anti-anxiety drugs, um, and they're taken to help stabilize uh, or help balance out neurotransmitters in the brain. But what's the number one side effect of those medications? Number one side effect is stomach upset, constipation, diarrhea. There's your gut-brain connection right there. And, um, and so if and another analogy that I use is if uh, if you've ever been nervous, say uh, you have to get up and speak in front of a crowd of people, you have to do a presentation that uh, at a uh, at a uh, corporate meeting or at school or whatever. What happens? You you're you're nervous. You're you're thinking about all these things. What happens to the gut when when all that's going on in your mind? You get butterflies in your gut at least. Some people end up having to walk off stage before they go on stage and throw up. I've heard that story many times. That's <laughs> and, me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and so there again is the gut brain connection from the other direction. <clears throat> so uh, it, it, it makes sense uh, that uh, those two nervous systems are interconnected and one affects uh, the other. So when the gut is disrupted, yeah, it will absolutely affect the function of your brain. And one of the main uh, things that I hear people uh, describe to me a lot of times when there's gut issues going on, they call it brain fog. And a lot of people are suffering from what's called brain fog, where they just the, uh, you just can't think clearly. You can't think straight or you, you get hung up on your thoughts or you get hung up on words or you hung up on trying to get things to come out. Um, uh, what you're thinking, not coming out right, uh, across your lips. Um, All the mamas speaking. that are listening right now know yeah. exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. We call it mom brain. You have a baby and you're like, yep. did I brush my teeth? Wait, did I take a shower? Wait, three yeah. times later, I just brushed my teeth three times. Like your, your brain is just, it's gone. And a lot of that is just from the experience of having a baby and the hormones being so imbalanced and trying to yeah. rebalance. And then of course, chronic sleep deprivation, which we're going to talk about sleep today too, but oh, yeah. yeah, the mamas yeah. are listening that mama brain. That's like, this is the brain fog that Dr. Phil's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Well, here, here, here's what happens. I, I believe and, and studies will uh, prove this out and show this. And I, I remember reading this in, in a book years ago by Dr. Joel Wallach about nutritional deficiencies and the problems that nutritional deficiencies can cause. And postpartum depression is actually the base, uh, the root cause of postpartum depression is nutritional deficiencies. Because when you're pregnant, the baby is pulling so much from your body. So even, even if you're eating well, you're still, you're feeding two people and the baby is pulling so much nutrition uh, uh, from the body. But a lot of times, you know, a lot of women go through, uh, sometimes 
a few days, sometimes a few weeks, sometimes the first whole first trimester, they're throwing up every day and um, and not keeping down the nutrients. And so they uh, go into, you know, throughout the pregnancy, they're uh, they're depleted uh, already from uh, the uh, the nausea, the vomiting, uh, the stomach upset, uh, you know, uh, during those first uh, few weeks or months or whatever it ends up being. Uh, it's different with different individuals. And yeah, some moms, it's the also, whole pregnancy. Yeah, and that's right. And then also, a lot of women, they're just not eating well either, as well as they should be, and not getting the good nutritious foods. Like we talked about earlier, even if they are eating well, they're still not getting all the vital nutrients. And one of the things that really annoyed me and still annoys me to this day <clears throat> is these commercial so-called one-a-day vitamins that are sold and that are prescribed to women um, that are called prenatal vitamins. They're supposed to be uh, this vitamin supplement, vitamin and mineral supplements supposed to give you the nutrients that you need. I've all, I encourage women back when I had pharmacies to take, don't, to not take them, get a good high quality multivitamin and mineral that your body can actually absorb. Because what I tell people, these one a day type vitamins, uh, that are, they're so-called vitamins. They're really not. Uh, if you look at the labels and you look at what's in them, they're synthetic there. There's all kinds of chemicals and preservatives, artificial dyes, artificial sweeteners, <clears throat> junk that is added to these so-called vitamins and minerals. Um, that are that are not good for you. I, I'll always tell people if you they would come in and ask me, well, what about I'm taking this? Is this a good one? I, I would look at them and I say, well, let me tell you the truth. I would uh, recommend that you go outside and pick up a handful of rocks off the ground and swallow one of those every day instead of that vitamin that you're taking because it would be better for you. Yeah. Um, and so the the thing and uh, with the postpartum depression and depression that uh, that people are dealing with in general. They're not getting those vital nutrients that they need. And so uh, with postpartum depression, that's what happens. You don't get those nutrients that you need to make the neurotransmitters in the brain that are needed to keep you happy, to keep you from being depressed, to keep you from being overly anxious. And um, <clears throat> that happy hormone or happy neurotransmitters called serotonin. And, um, and that's what these drugs are, are that are being used. In which I'm not anti-drugs. These some, you know, a lot of medication has that has saved people's lives and, and prolonged people's lives. And there are a lot of medications that people uh, that people do need, but there's a lot that they don't need, and they need to be looking at addressing the root cause. And so, when it comes to postpartum depression, a medication is not the 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 total answer. It may help get you out of a crisis. Uh, but you still got to address the underlying root cause of those nutritional deficiencies that are needed to help your body make those neurotransmitters, uh, in particular here, the serotonin on its own, uh, you know, like magnesium and vitamin B6, essential fats that are found in, uh, you know, uh, uh, fish primarily. And so <clears throat> those are some key nutrients that, that are needed uh, that people are not uh, getting enough of. Uh, in their diet, they're not getting it. They are taking a supplement. They're probably not digesting it, absorbing it well, uh, because it's not a good quality vitamin and mineral supplement that the body can easily break down and, and digest. So um, that's, um, I, I appreciate you bringing that up, Nicole, Niku, and that that's yeah. uh, 
that, that's awesome stuff. So I, I so appreciate you deep diving into the whole postpartum depression thing. Cause that's, I mean, that's something that I've personally been dealing with since my son was eight weeks old. He was born August of 2019. Fast forward. Now we're in, at the end of April, 2021. And I still deal with it mildly, but nothing like the way it was last year, this time. And I remember when I first got diagnosed by, it, they gave me like a 10 question paper that like answer yes or no. And I did the yes or no. And the doctor came in and she's like, yep, you have postpartum depression. Like, wow, just from yeses and no's. Okay. Um, and then after that, of course they did blood work and all that stuff. And they, and they did the hormone panels and they saw that, yes, I was incredibly mm-hmm. imbalanced. However, most women are going to their OBGYN on their six week appointment, their eight week appointment, and they are taking a yes or no quiz. And that yes or no quiz will tell them, are you depressed or not? And if they are the immediate diagnosis or solution to that is, let's get you on a low grade SSRI antidepressant, call it Zoloft, Prozac, Lexapro, whatever. And, and that's, that's where the doctors go. Like that's their first line of, of help to help you mitigate the feelings that you're having, the thoughts that you're having, because like you said, Dr. Phil, it's kind of like crisis mode, depending on the severity of the postpartum depression. Mine was pretty severe. I mean, I actually gave my son three godmothers because I was that afraid that I wouldn't make it. That's how bad my situation was. But going back to the gut brain connection is because I had SIBO that I've probably had for 15 years. And that SIBO, that leaky gut was something that not only was I being depleted of my nutrients during pregnancy, because the baby was taking everything I was putting in. But then I also had this gut issue where everything was going into my, you know, the gas was leaking out. So combine the gut being damaged and myself being depleted of nutrition because I was carrying my baby and then my hormones being completely messed up after having the baby, because now your body's like, Oh, let's rebalance. We don't have this baby that we're housing anymore. Let's get you back to normal. That combination was a recipe for disaster where I had very, very high level postpartum depression and my OBGYN, her nurse practitioner, the therapist that I talked to, they all said Zoloft, 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 Zoloft. And I kept telling them, no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to take chemicals. I, you guys, I'm going to be completely transparent for the audience right now. I, um, trigger warning when I was in high school, I left home and I became an emancipated minor. I went, I divorced myself from my parents and went and lived on my own for a number of different reasons. From that decision, I started to experience a lot of, a lot of pain, emotional pain, mental pain. And unfortunately, a couple of times I did try to take my own life by the will of God. He said, I'm not done with you, my child. You are stuck here. You have a message. You have a purpose. So he, he didn't let, he didn't let it happen. Um, we'll just leave it at that. And, and I know that wasn't by my doing, that was a divine intervention, a divine power that, that knew that my life was not to be ended yet, even by my own hands. I go to say that because from the age of 17 years old till 22, I was on SSRIs. I was on every form of medication that my psychiatrist or my psychologist would tell me I should take from Zoloft to Prozac to Lexapro to Lamectal to you name it. They were like, maybe you have bipolar depression because it runs in your family. Let's put you on this medication and see if it helps. All they were doing was treating me as a guinea pig. They couldn't guarantee that I had bipolar. So what did they do? They started me off at a low dose. 
And then they built it up to a little bigger dose and a little bigger dose. And I started having all these crazy side effects. I started to experience all these crazy things. And I was like, this doesn't seem right. This isn't helping me. I'm not feeling any better. So then what do they do? They went from a high dose to a medium dose to a low dose. So they cycle you up and then they have to cycle you off. And in that time, I'm having all these chemicals put into my body that were wreaking havoc on my gut. They were literally ruining my digestive system. This is why I've had SIBO since probably I was in high school. This is why I have this chronic inflammation and bloating since before my college days, because of all the chemicals I was putting into my body, antidepressants to help me with some issues that I was dealing with at a young age because of trauma and things that I experienced. And that's not to say that I'm against antidepressants. Like Dr. Phil said, there's a time and a need for everything, but if you're going to go on chemicals, I think it's very important to detox your body from them and to heal your gut from them through nutrition, through good foods, through proper supplementation. That's all we're saying for the audience. So fast forward now, I'm 32 years old. I have my first baby. I have this extreme depression. I refuse to take the SSRIs because like Dr. Phil said, the main side effect of them is then issues with the gut, constipation, inflammation, all these things. And the thing about that is, so you take a medication that's supposed to help you with your mood. Then that medication ruins your gut and then your gut's off. So then what happens? Then the gut sends a signal to the brain. I'm not happy. I don't feel good. So now your mood is messed up again. So now you need another medication to fix that new mood issue. It's a vicious cycle, my friends. Yep. So I just wanted to point that out. Cause as you were talking about that, I was like, Ooh, he's, he's, he's cycling right now because this is going to deep dive me into why I kept saying no, no, no. Even though I was having these crazy thoughts after I had my baby and you would think it's like the happiest time of my life. I just got married. We, we got pregnant on the honeymoon. We had the baby nine and a half months later, like life, life was a blessing. God was just bringing so many joys into my life. And here I am eight weeks with a, this beautiful baby boy with an incredible husband and a beautiful house in sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm sitting here thinking about how can I make it through the next two days? Like, I don't know if I can do yeah. this. I was questioning myself. But what I knew from my experience from 17 to 22 is that the medication wasn't my option because I knew what path that would take me down. I didn't want to be cycled up and down on different medications for doctors to see, does this one work for me? Does that one not work for me? Whatever. And I also didn't want that to be in my body, possibly being passed through my breast milk to my baby. And they all said, oh, it's low grade. It's not really going to affect them. Well, you know what? We don't know that. And I'd rather not chance it. So what I did is I just healed my cut. I, I got really, really, I, got, I was very fortunate, Dr. Phil. Before meeting you, I went to my OBJYN doctor. I went to two different primary care physicians. I went to a GI specialist, gastroenterologist. I can never say that word. I went to three different <laughs> naturopaths. I went to two hormone specialists. I was on a weekly testosterone shot to help me with my energy. I was um, getting biweekly blood work done just to kind of see, depending on where I am in my cycle, where my hormones were, I was doing all these things. And I was on this mission to figure out how can I heal my mood in a different way outside of Zoloft. And one naturopath was like, hmm, based on all these symptoms that you're telling me, you're chronically fatigued. You're always tired. You wake up after having slept seven, eight hours, and you're still exhausted, needing a nap by 9, 30, 10 a.m. Um, you eat and you immediately get bloated. You are constipated sometimes for three to four days at a time. Based on her listening to my, my symptoms, she's like, has anyone tested you for SIBO? 
And I was like, I don't even know what that is. She's like, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, leaky gut caused by blah, blah, blah. She educated me on it. And I was like, no, they haven't. So she sends me home with the SIBO thing. It's like a two hour thing. You have to breathe into these things, whatever you send it back, came back positive. And my mind was blown. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, your, your gut is damaged. Every time you eat, you're leaking gas into your gut. That's causing inflammation. That's causing your gut wrenching pain. This is why you're constipated. Your digestive system is not working correctly. Um, you're not absorbing the, the healthy foods that you're putting into your body because your gut lining is damaged. Right. Um, and on top of that, because your gut is damaged, your entire body systems are sending all the warriors to your gut to help heal your gut. And that's why your immune system's down, your mood system's down, and all the other systems in your body, reproductive system, cardiovascular system, all of that, they're, they're all being taxed. When I healed my SIBO through food, getting rid of sugar, I broke my sugar addiction. That was the first thing I had to do. Then I got rid of all the, the processed foods. And then I got rid of all the excess fiber that was really taxing my gut lining that was already damaged. And I started to heal my gut from within through food and mindfulness and meditation and visualization exercises. That's when my mood started to get better. So it's that gut brain connection. The SIBO went away. My body was able to function more vitally. It was able to send the warriors to my heart and my immune system and my digestive system and my brain system. And all of a sudden Niku started to feel like Niku again. It's, it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> so I, awesome. I, I just really wanted to share that story. Cause I know that there are women out there that are currently experiencing this. So if they're not experiencing postpartum depression, they are experiencing chronic bloating where every time they eat, they get bloated. They're experiencing chronic inflammation where they have swelling of the joints. They're experiencing gut wrenching pain and they don't know why they're eating healthy things, quote unquote healthy. They're experiencing uh, brain fog and fatigue in the early hours of the day with adequate sleep. And I don't think what they're realizing is that something is wrong in their gut and they need to take a deeper dive into that and not just go and fill the script at the pharmacy once a month. Good, good, good. Uh, that, that's awesome. And uh, I know the story you just shared is going to uh, help a lot of people. Um, I, I'll add uh, you know, one thing to that. I have a quote in my book um, uh, from Dr. Royal Lee. It says, one of the biggest tragedies of human civilization is the precedent of chemical therapy over nutrition. It's a substitution for, of artificial therapy over nature, of poisons over food, in which we are feeding people poisons, trying to correct the reactions of starvation. And that's basically what was going on with you. Your body was starving for nutrition, nutrients, because it wasn't able to absorb them properly. And, um, and that's, the, that's the root cause of so many people's uh, diseases today and all these chronic diseases as we were talking about earlier. And um, <clears throat> that's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about you know, uh, what I do. Uh, and I want people to know that I want people to know that, uh, there are underlying causes. There are root causes, uh, uh, to the health problems that can be addressed that are not being properly addressed. And, and, you know, our, the, the doctors are doing what they're trained to do. You can't, uh, fault them. I don't fault the doctors uh, for what they're doing. They're doing 100%. exactly what they're trained to do and, and what they're, they're taught to do. Um, and uh, that's what they know. 
and that's what they've been trained that they're supposed to do. Uh, but I'm thankful that there are naturopaths. I'm thankful that there are functional medicine doctors today that are, <clears throat> are beginning to help people get to the root cause of their health issues and not just put a Band-Aid uh, on the problem uh, by addressing the symptoms with a chemical. And, um, and so uh, you, uh, you, you divinely walked into <laughs> an office of a practitioner or a clinic or whatever there and got some uh, the, the help you really, uh, really needed. And, uh, you know, it's awesome that you're doing this podcast to share this message, to help get this message out to other people who don't know. They don't know that there are alternatives. They don't know that uh, there uh, are other ways and there are other types of practitioners out there. <clears throat> because I ask people all the time, I said, are you seeing a functional medicine doctor? What is that? They don't know. Um, uh, they, have, they have no idea. And I have to explain it to them, you know, that functional medicine doctors, uh, functional medicine practitioners, whether it be pharmacists, doctors, dietitians, you know, whatever area of, of health uh, they're in, uh, if they're functional medicine, they're going to uh, ask you a lot of questions and they're going to try to help you get to the root cause of the problem. They're going to listen to you. And that's something that I've had so many of my clients come to me and say that nobody's listening to me. You're the first person who's ever listened to me. And, uh, and that's, that's a sad fact that so many people are not being listened to. And a lot of times people will tell you what their problem is and they'll give you a lot of clues. If you just ask questions and you listen, uh, that can help get to that root cause uh, of the problem. But because of the traditional medical system that we have, it's, you know, and what we're taught to do is just write a prescription, give them a prescription, put them on a medication or put them on a, <clears throat> put them on a, put, even when it comes to supplements, put them on a supplement. Well, that may yeah. not be the right supplement. It may not be uh, what they actually need. So um, I love, talking to people i love asking questions i love trying to help people get to the root cause and a lot of times you know if you just listen to people they'll tell you and give you all kinds of clues to help you find out what's going on in 100 percent. the one of the most profound things you ever told me in one of our first sessions together when you were helping me with my supplementation was supplements are not forever they are just for now like for me i was having an issue with my hormones rebalancing i was uh, let's see I think when you and I started first working together, I was like a year and four months postpartum. And then most doctors say it yeah. takes a woman about two years to rebalance her hormones completely. So you realize that my testosterone was very, very low. It was within the normal range. So when I went and got my blood work done and my functional medicine doctor looked at it, she said, well, you're in the normal range. You're at the bottom of it, but you're in the normal range. However, that normal wasn't right for me as a very active person. Yeah. I work out a lot. I, I need a little bit more testosterone to get me through my lifestyle. And you said, you know, I could help yeah. you with a supplement, increase your natural testosterone production. So where my functional medicine doctor then sent me to a hormone specialist and the hormone specialist put me on testosterone shots every single week, which I would then become dependent on. I need to continue to go back and do, you said, you know, there's a supplement called DHEA that you can take once a day and that'll help your body naturally start producing testosterone again, and we'll test your levels. And then once your body is in that natural production, we can get you off that supplement. So it's a, for now, not forever. It's helping your body yeah. start to function the way it's meant to function. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's the approach I would love to see more people take instead of being so quick to uh, use a, a chemical or use a um, hormone replacement uh, drug um, is to try to get the body to do it on its own. Supplement, exercise, whatever, you know, food, all the different things that can be used to help uh, in balancing the hormones. Uh, uh, do it holistically as possible for um, going to a medication. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the approach I love. And, and I love what you said there about doing things that can help your body naturally increase the production of hormones, such as exercising. People don't realize that when you're exercising, you actually are improving the production of your hormones, right? Yep. People don't understand that. That's that's why I, I work out. I work out because a it makes me feel good from within. B, it helps me lower my cortisol levels, which is my stress hormone. C, when I look in the mirror and I, I look fit, it makes me feel really, really confident, which helps me in business. Like exercise helps me in so many ways, but it gives me natural energy. It helps me with my testosterone. I mean, there's so many good things that exercise does. And a lot of people will say, I don't have time for exercise. Well, you, you can make time. Dr. Phil, right yeah. before this podcast, you went outside and you went for a run around your neighborhood. You made time. Yeah to exercise. You yeah. made time to move. A lot of us are working from home now with this whole COVID situation. You can be on a zoom call with your camera off doing pushups, do 10 pushups every hour, do a one minute plank every hour. You can make time for one minute in every hour, just to do something that can actually help you connect yourself to your body, connect your mind to your body and to get within this beautiful vessel, this temple that we've been given is the only one that we're going to have move it, use it, or you're going to lose it. My friends. Amen. You, you're, you're preaching the message there, sister. <laughs> yes. I mean, I we it. talked a lot about yeah. nutrition. We talked a lot about gut, but you know me, I, I'm a fitness fanatic. I've been working out since I was 13 yeah. years old. I'm so blessed that my dad got me in a gym and said, watch me squat a thousand pounds. My dad was a, a beast, an amateur weightlifter. And I saw him just start racking up those plates and start pushing that thing. And I was like, I want to do that one day. I'm not at a thousand pounds. I'm nowhere near that, but I, I can move some weight in the gym. And, and guys are like, Oh, that, that's pretty cool. I'm like, yeah, it's not for you. It's for me. Thank you though. Um, <laughs> so I am a big fan of, of fitness and, uh, you know, I definitely want to, to share with people that I I get it. You're busy. I was an executive. I, I ran a sales and marketing company for almost 10 years. And I was in the office at 7.30, 8am. I, would, I wouldn't be done working till 10, 11pm. Most days I had offices on the East Coast. So even though I was living in LA at 5am LA time, it was 8am New York time. So you know, my East Coast offices were going. So my workday started early and it ended late because my sales guys were in Home Depot, Costco, DirecTV, you know, marketing inside Best Buy until 8, 8, 39 PM. So my day wasn't over till 10, 11. So I get being busy. I've been there, but what I've also experienced is executive burnout because I didn't make the time for the things that I needed to keep my body functioning well, to keep my brain functioning well. And it wasn't until I started to incorporate working out and it could have been just a 30 minute workout in the beginning of the day, sit-ups, push-ups, whether it was at home when I had time or in the office in between meetings, I would get down. You could ask my reps in a full suit with heels on, I would get down and start doing pushups in the middle of our, in our meetings. I promise you. I love it. I promise you. I, I, I would sit down and start doing crunches in a full suit. <laughs> make time for movement. It's not that you don't have time. You don't make time. You got to prioritize your life better. That's right. Right. Exactly there, there's right. a quote yeah. from your book that I want to share. 
And if you guys haven't gotten this book, you got to get it. How to Live Until You Die. It's incredible. The Sea Key Ingredients to Living a Happy, Healthy, and Whole Life by Dr. Phil Carson. The quote goes as such. People are fed by the food industry, which pays no attention to health and are treated by the health industry, which pays no attention to food. That quote's by Wendell Berry. And it couldn't be more true, right? You go to a doctor and they're helping you with your health, but that health isn't taking into account what you're eating. You go to your, it's a vicious cycle. So I just want to encourage those that are listening to this episode today. You can reach out to Dr. Phil. His DMs are open, right? It's our new favorite thing to say. Um, And he'll do a consultation with you. I mean, I found Dr. Phil on Clubhouse and I heard him speaking one day about supplementation and nutrition and all these things. And I was like, this guy is brilliant. I reached out to him. He got back to me within 24 hours. We were on a Zoom call, having a Zoom consultation. I live now in Arizona. He's in Mississippi. That went almost two hours. And he started to deep dive into my labs. He started to deep dive into my blood work. I sent it all over to him. He's like, wow, there's some deficiencies here. I can help supplement you here. There's some temporary things we can do here to help the natural production of that there. And then he started to ask me questions about my baby. He didn't have to do that. He's like, Hey, is your son experiencing these things? We'll have some things that can help him too, because he specializes in also helping infants and young children because they're not getting their nutrition the right way. And he's also a hormone therapy specialist, which is going to be for the next episode. We're saving that one for, for next time. Um, so he understands hormones, gut supplementation, pharmaceuticals. He went to school for pharmaceuticals. So he has a traditional medicine experience. So reach out to Dr. Phil. I'll be leaving his information in the show notes here for you so that you can get in contact with him. Reach out to me. I'm happy to help you along your journey as well through some of the things that I've experienced, but we just want to get the message out there to our listeners and to our audience that don't feel defeated just because you're going to doctors today and you're taking a bunch of medication, you might have a whole tray right next to your sink on your vanity that you're taking every morning. Don't feel defeated. It's never too late to start this journey of optimal wellness. And there are people out there who are specialists that can help you along that journey. And Dr. Phil is one of the angels that was brought into my life. He will start to look at your blood work in a different way from a different viewpoint. And he will give you information that fortunately, unfortunately, a lot of doctors are not educated on, you know, it is just, it is what it is. And there's a lot of doctors out there that are doing great things. So again, nothing against doctors. We love you. We appreciate you. When my father was diagnosed with cancer and he was only given a very short period of time to live, it was the doctors that kept him alive for over eight years. So I appreciate them. I love them. But when it comes to these gut issues, there there's, there's a gap. There's a gap that needs to be bridged with a different form of medicine. And that medicine comes in the form of integrative wellness. It comes in the form of holistic wellness. And, you know, I'm so happy to have met someone like Dr. Phil that has all this knowledge and he's willing to share it so openly with everyone and help so openly because he is a man of servitude. He is here to help and serve others because of his passion. And also because of his story, he was in a position where he experienced pain. The reason why I became a holistic health coach is because of my situation, my story, and what I went through. And years and years and years of going from doctor to doctor to doctor, being told this is normal. Being bloated, that that's just how your body is. That's normal. Having that acne, that's that's normal. That's just your hormones. And it's not normal. Acne is yeah. a sign of inflammation bursting on your skin, which is oftentimes coming from your gut. People don't realize yeah. that. Bloating is a sign that your body's screaming and saying, I don't feel good. This doesn't feel good. You put something in me that I don't want here. 
But doctors will tell you sometimes that's normal or they'll just give you a pill to help you with it, right? And that pill, again, it causes other side effects. Don't band-aid the situation, get to the root cause. And Dr. Phil is one of those angels that I wanted to bring to failing forward as one of those people that can help you get to the root cause. Amen. Amen. Dr. Phil, we have so much more that we can talk about and and me knowing you and you knowing me, we can go on for hours and hours, but I want to respect your time. I would love to have you back for a second episode so we can deep dive into nutrition and exercise and the N-E-W-S-S-S-S from your book and talk about hormone therapy, if you would so have us. Absolutely. Would would absolutely love that. And I'm so grateful, so appreciative of you uh, bringing me on today and, and uh, having me as, as a guest on your podcast. It's been an absolute honor. I, uh, I want to uh, say one thing uh, before we uh, close here. Um, uh, one of my passions is to inspire people to take charge of their own health uh, and be their own health advocate. And so I have a quote and I love quotes and I've got them all throughout my book because I, I just I love quotes. And, and this is one I want to share uh, to, to close this out today. Uh, and I think it's very fitting with all the things that we talked about today. Um, it, um, it says in the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die. And the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. That's a quote by former First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. And um, I, I love that quote, and she's absolutely right. And uh, it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves. So thank you again, Naku, for uh, having me today. It's been awesome. I really appreciate you. And yes, I have to further amplify what you just said. We, we have to be an advocate of our own health. And sometimes you need second opinions, third opinions. I got seven opinions last year because <laughs> I really wanted to figure out, you know, I wanted to, I was kind of like trying to check is what this doctor said, what this doctor's saying. I wanted to make sure I got the full scope of what everyone thought was wrong with me before I made a decision on how I was going to take care of myself. Because at the end of the day, we have to take responsibility for our actions. We have to take responsibility for our choices. But most importantly, we have to take the responsibility for being an advocate of our own health. Thank you for that, Dr. Phil. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate you, sir. We loved having you here today on Failing Forward podcast as episode one. There was no one else that I was going to give this spot to. I have a list of seven people lined up for the next two weeks. And I was like, nope, episode one's going to be Dr. Phil. So thank you for being the first to come on here and share your knowledge, your wisdom, your life's work with us. We truly appreciate you humbled and blessed for you to be here with me. God bless you. We'll talk very soon. Thank you for the honor. God bless you. Thank you. And to our audience, thank you so much for tuning in. There will be another episode coming up with Dr. Phil Carson. Please go ahead and take a look into the show notes where you can find his information, how to contact him, reach out to him, consult with him. And I'll also drop a link there for his book, because if you haven't grabbed it, you need to. How to Live Until You Die, The Seven Keys to Living Happy, Healthy, and Whole. Uh, Dr. Phil, we appreciate you. Everyone else have a great, fantastic rest of your day. Start to move forward with inspiration, motivation, empowerment, and knowing that your life is just one step away from being the best version that it can be. We love you. God bless.